but we can start talk. We can talk though, right? Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Uh, hey, it's good to see you guys. It's been about a week or two since we have connected. Uh, yeah, Mac and Pike, what's happening over there? Last time we spoke there, I saw some scenes of major snow in your neighborhood. What's your weather out there yeah. right now? Uh, we probably have 12 plus inches on the ground. Wow, so, for we, sexual healing podcast, that'd be a cool thing to have. 12 on the ground, son of a so, bitch. Okay. So out of the shoot. <laughs> out of the shoot. Uh, yeah. All right. And you're getting that kind of you're getting that kind of weather as uh well, Mac? Uh we're more average. We're like six inches. <laughs> so uh <laughs> I've always been above average. Oh, yeah. so. right. yeah, we got six inches through the storm and it's still residual still out there, but it the rain's coming. It's supposed to rain snow again a couple of days. But yeah, we're doing well. Okay. We're surviving. Good. And are you getting... Uh, How about you? What's it, what, did, it get to, did it get to 70 degrees out there yet? It or is uh, 72. I've had to... Uh, I don't use as much um, olive oil for sun tanning and, and sun protection as I normally do. So I know winter is coming. And um, <laughs> so I, am, I have all 19 of my uh, climate-safe fireplaces going uh in the studio uh -huh. so i'm not adding anything to uh um climate change but it looks good in case anyone wants to uh, uh do a photo shoot for holiday meaning uh hanukkah and, and christmas cards going out there so we're we're okay over here what has been going on with work i know you guys have some uh uh side gigs last time i was at a golf course was actually at the bar while my uh, wife Patty and son Joey were golfing and uh, hitting, was it alligators or crocodiles in South Carolina? Uh, one of those. You were, on the you were on the 19th hole, huh? <laughs> 19th hole. So what? how do you guys, what happens with a golf course in the snow? Are there people actually golfing in snow? What, what is uh, not really, no. You can hit the ball, but you are, you are not going to find it. Um, and no, I, you can't do it at all. We Our course opened today, just the front nine, but it's been kind of, uh, no, we've been shut down for a week with all the snow. There's nothing you can do with, you know, we're in a heavily forested area, so the sun doesn't get to the, you know, the most directly onto the property, so it uh, doesn't melt as quickly, but no, it, we've been closed. I, I laugh. I could hit the ball. doesn't matter what, if there's snow, rain, sleet, 200 <laughs> degrees weather, I'm not, uh, I'm not hitting a ball. But in Chicago... In, in Chicago, when I was in medical school, I had uh, a very, I don't want to, a wealthy uh, uh, cousin who was a lawyer in, in town. And I guess he had, I went to his, uh, his country club. They were closed three months, four months uh, out of the year, but the bar and restaurant was open. So I guess that's a big deal. Plus you can... I guess fuck up the greens or whatever that's called. I guess the salad goes bad. What? Uh, well, the, the members, the members still got you know they still got to pay for their quarterly food budget, so they've got to be in there and drink and eat. To, they don't. They got to pay for it anyway. So might as well enjoy the food and the drink. Okay. What What's happening uh, in uh, your side gig uh, pipes? Have you met any interesting men who like pizza? <laughs> no, I haven't met any interesting men. Um, I, I get a lot of very 
no, actually, I, I have some very nice people that come in and visit me regularly. All Stalkers. Right. All um, right. You know, the usual. So. Yeah. No, it's it's been good. It's been fine. Um, Did you say yeah. stalkers? Did you say stalkers? <laughs> I said people come and visit me regularly. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Either stalkers or doctors are kind of the I same thing. Stalkers. Stalker. Okay. St stalker stuffings. You get one of those socks yeah. for the holidays, and you put stalkers in there, peeping toms. So hey, I, I try to stay as far away from doctors as I can. Hey, I know the feeling. Yeah. Okay, I can. How far is this? All right, because I have a lot of patients who want to stay that far away from their doctor. Um, so, uh, guys, and Jose, yes. and Shelby, this is uh, what I want to know today. Uh, to foreplay or not to foreplay? What does that mean? Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Welcome to the show that never ends. Sexual Healing Podcast. Conversations will address concerns and celebrations within the misunderstood and misinformed world of sexual being. Your hosts, Dr. Bill, Mac, and Pipes, bring insight from different sexual health perspectives, covering 70 years of experience. Wow. Jose, you're right on cue. Thank you very much. We are... We are in play. Yeah, I like that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Sexual Healing Podcast. I'm Dr. Uh, Bill. Is that correct? Yeah, Dr. Bill. I've got... Today it is. Today, yeah. Pipes and Mac, our team of experts on all things sexual. We're here to entertain and we're here to educate. Uh, we've got our security team. You know well. We're not going to mention who they are. We've got Jose and Shelby that keep the electronics uh, uh, going despite the what, what, acclimate weather. Is there a term? Bad weather? Yeah. Yeah, we that can go. Well. That yeah, that's well. a good. That's a good term. So we got our team going. These word acclimate. We sound educated that way. Yeah, I, I actually went to school. Uh, not yeah. a big deal. I, I, I actually didn't go. I drove by it, but I couldn't find parking, so I kept going. So we're going to talk about foreplay what that means as far as sexual healing to try to educate and entertain and so i know that foreplay is a kind of a broad nebulous term but everyone talks about that um certainly when i see younger patients in my sexual health practice and we talk about uh sexual comfort or or experience and they always ask me what foreplay means. What are they reading in the books? What do they see on movies? And the old time expression of foreplay was really a way of trying to move your partner, get your partner uh, in the mood. And it usually preceded uh, sexual activity, sexual intercourse, or maybe even sexual begging uh, for a little bit of time to get partners in the mood. But I'm, I'm guessing that foreplay now means some things totally different. So I'd like to hear from our experts in the field, uh, Mac and Pipes. Yeah, uh, give me your read, Mac, because uh, I know that uh, you, when you talk about foreplay, I know you've been thinking about this show all day long. So you've been yeah, at it for wow. a good 23 hours. I, well, well, I want to thank you. 
thank you for giving me the title of expert. So I appreciate that and foreplay. But yeah, well, you know, for I brought this topic up to my to my drunk girlfriend earlier. I mean, she drinks a little earlier in the day sometimes. You got to bring the eggs that. Benedict down with something. Okay. Exactly. So I, I told her that, that our topic tonight was foreplay. And she said, oh, so I have to have before I'm willing to do this. Foreplay, you mean like how many drinks do I have? And I'm like, yeah, that's, that counts. Foreplay could be four deep. All Depends right. Depends on the partner, in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah, a good point. Right. So, yeah, throw out your opinion, well, Mac. Well, Let's see what we got cooking here as far as foreplay. <laughs> well, you know, we know it means different things to different people. And uh, foreplay, you know, some people can think of it as a love language, really. You know, um, you know, love language comes in different forms, and so does foreplay. It could be a, a prelude to the evening. It could be in the afternoon. It could be a prelude to the evening. I know it. it there's no timetable for it. It's basically showing your affection in different ways to your partner whom you seem to hope to have you know, a relationship a sexual relationship later some people call it outer course too i've heard that phrase outer course i don't know if i particularly care for it but um it's you know it's it's really about in my opinion it's about focusing on your partner in different ways it could be a touch it could be a kind gesture it could be a note it could be anything from that aspect but you know then once you you know you, you get together physically it's how you touch them it's what you say to them it's how you kiss them it's it's various things and it means a lot to different people and i think where it really comes into play is we know how how for men and, and for women how you know you you get build up you know your endorphins are going to get all fired up and stuff and the brain's a powerful probably the most powerful sex organ we have and it gets our body ready those little touches and that love language can really get you in the mood for a, a good sexual relationship with your partner. So uh, it's something I think that we all need to embrace in our relationships. But Pipes, let me ask you this. Uh, Mac has talked about uh, love language, and I know that uh, several podcasts ago, we tried to get that bitch on, uh, on uh, line here, but she'd never returned my calls. Was it because I called her a bitch? What was the deal? But that, but she wrote a book and and, and uh, Mac was well versed with this. Is that the kind of stuff that that Mac is talking about? Love language, the book about all things that aren't necessarily sexual, but add to the whole milieu, add to the environment. Am I getting in trouble by calling her a bitch? Probably. Oh, shit. Won't be the first time. No. We're probably going to prepare. Okay, so so explain that to our audience. One, I'd like to know why she never returned my call. And two, I'm not going to buy her book. I was going to wait for the movie. But what do you guys, because I know that you guys are uh, self-actuated. Is that a word? Someone do a charcoal. I don't know. But um, you guys understand that. Tell me about what that means. Well, I, I think that... that um, Mac hit it on the head. There are so many different things. I think people, you're right, they think about foreplay and they think it's like the physical a aspect of it. It's like the kissing, groping, making out prior to intercourse um, aspect, which in reality, this could be something that, that really can go on for long periods of time. And it's the buildup. I think foreplay is really should be more called the, the build up 
to what sex and it doesn't even have to actually lead to sex um it's just such a great form of intimacy or intimacy building um amongst partners and 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 it's simple things and again if you wanted to go back to the love languages which is you know um touch gifts um you know affirmations I, I can't even remember all of them. The, the paying of paying off your partner's visa. I think that's another yes. love language. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. I, I remember a couple of years ago, my husband and I, and I don't even know how this started, but literally, like, I left him a note on, like, an 8 by 10 piece of paper in the kitchen. Like, a short little note with a little, you know, love affirmation on it. And the next day, I come downstairs, and there is, um, he's written back to me on the same piece of paper. And we did this for weeks. Every single day we responded back and forth to each other on the same piece of paper. So by the time it was done, it was this double-sided piece of paper with just such love. Like, it, it was the sweetest thing ever. And I remember, you know, talking to a couple of my girlfriends about it, and they were like, oh, my God, I would love that. You know, and, and ours kind of started off just because, you know, I, I was probably traveling quite a bit at the time. And so that was our way of kind of responding to each other. If he's leaving the house early to run to work and I was working out of the house, you know, he would leave me this little note. And I mean, that for me, uh, it just like warmed my soul and of course made him just that much more attractive to me and everything else. So that was for it actually ended up being the main ended up being the main event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it really built our intimacy level up between the two of us and we had so much fun doing it. And, you know, it it was I don't know. So I think foreplay can be so many different things. Um, I think it's how you perceive it, what's important to you, but also foreplay physically is good psychologically, physically, especially, you know, we've talked a lot about sex in older generations, that foreplay is very important for lubrication for women, you know, things like that. So you, you, you shared with our audience that you traveled a lot and need to be a little bit innovative in your uh, love language. I, uh, as you guys know, I, I serve uh, on a number of boards and I evaluate, uh, other podcasts, uh, who's it? Joe Rogan, that young kid and, uh, <laughs> Howard Stern and Robin, they actually talk to me, uh, frequently and ask me to evaluate their shows, both radio and podcasts. And I, uh, and looking for some advice from a guy who's been there and obviously tremendously successful at what he does or what I do and asking me to give them some pointers. And so I, I did that. I had some uh, uh, time uh, today and I was reviewing some of uh, Howard Stern's things and, and actually some of the advertisements, I'll say that because I have been to England. For those of you who have not traveled, it's advertisements. And uh, there is a program out there that allows via your cell phone to stimulate your partner obviously this is set up beforehand and do i want to know what this is 
no, I, I was no, I, I actually was was listening uh, today, and then I woke up with the paramedic saying I had a seizure. So apparently, it was a little bit dicey and spicy. But there's a program out uh, out there that is set on your cell phone where you can, from afar, and virtually stimulate your partner apparently there's a cell phone and in some sort of device that you apply to your partner and though you are uh, miles cities worlds apart countries apart that you can let them know that you're thinking of them and so that's obviously one of the more in your face as an example uh, way uh, <laughs> of using uh, physical stimulation to to stimulate you, and and so there's a whole spectrum really of uh, different kinds of foreplay. But this is not what the last five, six, seven minutes have been about. It's really about um, the the uh, cerebral aspects of foreplay and intimacy and. Uh, talking about ways of improving your life, love life from a, a uh, mental or psychological point of view. Let, let's focus on some of the foreplay that the three of us grew, grew up on with more um, specific uh, preludes to sexual intercourse. And so what talk to us about what you guys think the importance of uh, foreplay is not penetrative intercourse, but physical activity that allows for stimulation, whether it's verbal or physical and not more esoteric along the lines of love languages. How important is that versus just jumping into bed for penetrative intercourse thoughts on this uh pipes you look more confused so let's uh, let's uh, focus in on you and take advantage of your exposure right now and tell me what your thoughts are on that no thoughts no <laughs> um well i think i kind of touched a little bit on it but but leading up to like the lubrication aspect for women especially um, but I think foreplay in, in my day, because porn wasn't as accessible, because that is another form of foreplay for a lot of people, that that's one of the things that they, you know, use to kind of get themselves in the mood, things like that. But I think it's really more about like the personal connection and the, you know, the touching, the caressing, the necking, I guess, as we used to say back in the day um back in the day like, i was never in that day. day all right tried to be i kept knocking on the door but no one opened all right back in the day all right but i i think that that the physical the physical touch prior to um the actual intercourse like you were saying i think like we're all parents you know when we had young children um we were pretty happy um, at certain times just to be able to have that little quickie, you know, get the quickie in before the kids woke up or walked in the room or once they were, you know, asleep at night kind of a thing. Um, or before they're even then, born, right? That's a real yeah. quickie. All right. I got in trouble with the hospital <laughs> staff there. <laughs> but I think that, <laughs> but I think it, now you could fall back on having 
Um, that stuff is important too. More time and kind of pleasing each other. As much as you hated to know our course, as soon as you said it, I'm, I'm sure it was like nodding my head like, wow, that actually makes such perfect sense because it is. It's all about, you know, everything coming prior to the actual intercourse aspect. Mac, let me ask you a question. As, our, yes. as we age, as we look at sexually active uh, teenagers and college kids and 30-somethings and 50-somethings and even our seniors, which we've talked about before, does foreplay as a prelude to intercourse, not talking about love language, just talking about old-fashioned foreplay that we, the old definition of foreplay, something that gets people started uh, for intercourse and prepared for intercourse, How's that changed through the decades? How's that changed from generation to generation? Well, I can only go with my generation because it's the only one I know, but I don't think it has changed. I think it comes in different ways. You know, you can play doctor and naughty nurse. You can play games. You can, um, but but I think foreplay, if we look at foreplay, how I look at foreplay, it's, it's a chance to, to kiss them like you mean it, to tell them that this is pre-game time. It's, it's like, I'm into you. I don't need, you know, the the intercourse. I'm into you. I, I want to touch you. I want to kiss you. I want to look look at you. It's all those messages and all those things you're telling about the person. Wait, Mac, are you sure you want to say that to me right now with all these people listening? I mean, I appreciate it, but well, remember I, your I, audience. <laughs> yeah, but I got. I, gotta, I, mean, I, I say my heart's a little a flutter right now listening to him. <laughs> I, I well, it's my cologne, right? I put you guys on a black screen so I can focus and say what I really want to say. So I'm not really but no, I'm just saying it, it, it gives a strong message and I think it gives you great focus on your partner and your partner receives it well and it, and it can lead up to fabulous sex or it can be the main event. It depends on how you go about it. But to ask your, answer your question directly, I don't know if it's changed about in generations. I think that it's still there and alive, but how we think of foreplay or what we do for foreplay maybe those have changed with the when you talk about your cell phone thing i mean sexting is is big out there and other things you know you know titty tuesday or whatever it's out there so is, is um, it tuesday oh shit yeah it is so um and what, what i'm saying is, to answer your question it's out there we we made the we may play the game differently but it's still being played all right. So I thank you guys. I want to give uh, both uh, Mac and Pipes uh, a chance to offer a, a, a 30 seconds before I wrap things up. I'm going to have Jose get ready to uh, uh, tee us off on our outro uh, at uh, my command. But I want to go ahead and give uh, Mac and Pipes a chance for last thoughts. Oh, myself included, I think for me, foreplay is is game a game on for me i i enjoy the, the kissing and the touching and uh i think it's one of the most important parts of a, a relationship a prelude to um you know other things even in i had to leave the sex but yeah that's it i'm done Pi you're oh premature comment on foreplay all right all right pipe pipes hit us hit us with your best I, I shot I just said, like, I, I concur with, with Mac, for sure. 
it's like the looks across the room when you're at a you know event or you know a party knowing that you're going home with that person and i mean there's there's so many aspects of it but foreplay is you know maybe more fun than intercourse in so many aspects um because i think that there's a lot more intimacy in foreplay at times than there is with the actual you know interaction physical interaction Fair enough. Let me let me say let me give me thirty seconds, Jose. Then I'm going to have you take us out on our outro. But what is very interesting and very clear that the concept of foreplay that I grew up with as a college student studying this stuff and and as a practitioner uh, making a living out of discussing this stuff and and being aware of the psychosocial aspects of sex is that. Uh, one, foreplay is important. Two, it means different things for different people. And what's great about sex is that there's no wrong or right answer as long as people feel comfortable, don't experience guilt, don't feel pressured. So foreplay, think about it, read about it. This is something that's really just uh, the tip, if you will, of sexual activity and something that is important to uh, include in our armamentarium. Ouch, bam. Yeah, another college word uh, when we talk about sex. Thanks for listening. Sexual Health Podcast with Mac and Pipes. We'll talk to you next week. Jose, take us out with our favorite music. Thank you all. Thank you for joining the show that never ends. We will pause with our part. However, you can reach us at sexualhealingpodcast.org. We are here to make your sexual health be everything you want it to be. We'll visit with you next week for another episode of Sexual Healing Podcast. Stay sexy out there. <laughs>